Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. David, wake up. Hi. Chase Davis on the beat, yeah. Put that door. All right, we'll see if I was paying attention here. So the beat that'll start the third hour, it's Chad and Zay, the Monday before the Super Bowl. So this just ain't the beat. This deserves the lyrics. Walked out your girl life like why? <laughs> like I walked out the field or something. Wow, and you already know all the words. Antonio Brown? Is this it? Yo, I'm all about living your lyrics, and he walked off the field. He did. He so did. He, he'd be walking down women's life like he walked off the field. I love it. Taking clothes off and everything, yeah, man. too. Yeah. Legend. So this is the Antonio Brown beat to start this out. It's not even a beat. This is the song this to the start song. the hour. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Antonio Brown. And it's his called, terrific album. It's called, was it Drop That? Put That oh, Ish put, On. Put That Ish On. Okay. Put That Ish On. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, there you go. Antonio Brown, who is accusing, directly accusing James Harrison of giving him CTE. I cannot. Have we heard a response from James Harrison yet? He tweeted, why in the hell did I get so many text messages this morning? Oh, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Why did my phone blow up today? Wow. Uh, Yeah, let's hope James Harrison doesn't have to deal with too many questions about that. There's a lot of NFL to get into today. We get uh, obviously getting ready for the Super Bowl. Here's a couple of notes for you before we dig back into those Dallas stories. Uh, First off, if you believe in the Madden simulation, they ran the official simulation for the Super Bowl. Eagles won. 3117. Damn. If you believe in such things. And by that, I mean, if you believe in those things, that's good news for people like me and other Cowboys fans who want the Chiefs to win because the simulation has missed the past two years. I guess. We're trying to cling to something. Uh, it picked the Bengals last year. It picked the Chiefs over the Bucks the previous year. Before that, it did get Kansas City over San Francisco right, but it missed two before that. So there's not really any kind of serious pattern here. But there you go, just in case you need something. Uh, on the real side of things, the Chiefs have announced that running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is eligible to play. Oh. Uh, they activated him off the injured list. And to, to balance that move out... Uh, they have now placed Nicole Hardiman on the injured reserve uh, with a pelvic injury. He will not play Sunday. Wow. So Hardiman is out of the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's big. I mean, you remember Juju, he went out that game, Nicole Hardman, and one other was receiver went out that game against Cincinnati. Gosh, I cannot think right now. Oh, Kadarius Tony. Oh, okay. He got hurt in that game also. So that's 
what makes Patrick Mahomes' performance against the Bengals in the AFC Championship game even that more spectacular, even with that bum ankle, missing three of your top receivers and doing what he did, pretty damn impressive. Yeah. But McCole Harmon, yeah, you could do so many things with him from those jet sweeps and you know yards after catch type of guy. He'll be missed. He definitely will. We'll see about the official injury reports at the end of the week about who ever, who, uh, who else is going to play and not play. Speaking of receivers, here's a guy who's not going to play anymore. A.J. Green has decided to retire. He announces it today, says, I've never been a man of many words, so I'll keep this short. And then he lays a quick thank you uh, on everyone and says, I've stayed true to the game. It owes me nothing. Be blessed. Love y'all. The next chapter begins. 34 years old. He played 11 seasons, Zay, with the Bengals and Cardinals. Yeah, he's one of those borderline Hall of Fame guys. I mean, multiple Pro Bowls coming out of Georgia. It was him and Julius Jones, or Julio Jones. Julio Jones, yeah. Both of those guys coming out the SEC, and him and Andy Dalton, they did some really good things together. They just couldn't get over the hump when you're playing against, you know, the Tom Brady's of the world all the time and whatnot. So, dealt with injuries a little bit, but yeah, he was a terrific wide receiver, and yeah, I, I think you, you lose that love of the game a little bit playing with Kyler Murray. I'm not saying this was it, right. but going to Arizona and dealing with all they had to deal with, you know, with Cliff Kingsbury and him being gone and Kyler Murray being in and out the lineup and Kyler Murray being the way that he is off the field, that probably took a lot out of A.J. Green and 11 years, that, that's a lot of time in the league, but still, I think he could have probably played a little bit more. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, 11 years. This is an interesting stat. Started his career with five consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, but then had only two seasons with more than 900 after that stretch. Yeah. So it kind of tells you where uh, where he was. Um, and another stat for him. Since he entered the league in 2011, Zay, he is one of only five wide receivers to amass more than 10,000 receiving yards since 2011. You want to take a shot at the other four? Mike Evans. Correct. Julio Jones. Correct. Keenan Allen? Nope. No. Good guess, though. Ooh. I'm going to be so mad when you name these other two. Just name them. Uh, The first one, you don't have to go far on the roster to find him from AJ from AJ oh Nuke Hopkins there you go DeAndre Hopkins one other name and he has been mentioned on the show today when we were talking about Pro Bowl stuff nope when we were talking about illegal helmets AJ Brown (laughs) (laughs) Antonio Brown is the other guy All the mess he's been involved in, he has amassed more than 10,000 yards since 2011 in this league. That is crazy. Uh, So A.J. Green has a little over 10,000, 10,514 yards and 70 career touchdowns. So congrats to him, and hopefully he has a great retirement. Also, we know Tom Brady is theoretically into his retirement now, and now they're announcing, Zay, that Tom Brady will start on Fox in the fall of 24. So he's going to go ahead and wait through this whole season. Work on his game a little bit. Work on right, maybe and yeah, do a little studying up on broadcasting and the game and look at it from a different perspective. Chill out with the family, sorry, with the 
kids uh, for a year or so, try to get that part figured out, and then he'll be there in the fall of 24. Yo, there's a picture circulating Tom with his oldest kid and his first baby mama. Moynihan? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Hmm, so. interesting. wonder if they're just, you know, good co-parents or... Could there be something there? Yo, Tom, she was with you during your butt chin era. You better, you better take that into account. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I would be glad to hear that they are just that they could be cordial with each other. They do have a child together, so they have yeah, to hang course. out a little bit. But uh, who knows? Maybe it's uh, it is more than that. I do dig some uh, Bridget Moynihan. She's yeah, t- Moynihan wasn't knocking that child support money that was coming in. Talk about aging well. Do you watch any of that Blue Blood show she's on with Tom Selleck? <laughs> nuh uh Dear God, both of them. Like, Tom Selleck's 500 years old right now, but he still looks amazing. And then Bridget Moynihan, I don't know the exact age. I'd have to look it up. She still looks really good. She does good. look good. Oh, she yeah. is aging really, really well. All right, um, and we hope uh, all of you are aging really, really well. Last week or so, you've probably added about 20 years or maybe taken 20 years off your life with all the stuff that's going on. We hope everybody is safe and sound out there. We hope you're getting your power back uh, and hope things are feeling normal. The Super Bowl coming up. Maybe uh, makes it feel normal. Early on in the show, we were also um, referencing the stuff going on in Dallas right now. NFL-wise, Cowboys getting uh, an OC announced, Brian Schottenheimer. Just kind of a meh story if McCarthy's going to call plays. Schottenheimer's the guy uh, for the OC, whatever that means. So we did mention that story. And then, of course, the big one out of Dallas is the Mavs getting Kyrie Irving, and I am trying as a Mavs fan to figure out how excited to get on one side and how prepared to get on the other side. I mean, that's kind of the... It's like, Zay, if I found out that... What's the best analogy here? It's like if I found out... If I had a son, and I found out that my son had met, had gotten along with, and was about to date... Miley Cyrus. I think I'd be excited for him on certain counts, but then there's a part of me going, oh God, when this ends, it's going to be crazy. He's going to be on social media, and then she's going to rip him here, and there'll be a song written about him, and we're going to have to get him counseling. So that's where I am as a Mavs fan here. I think there are going to be some exciting moments. Luca and Irving in the same game at the same time, but I think there could be such a fall, a potential mess on the other end. Yeah, yeah, and that's just the luggage that Kyrie comes with. I mean, we know his history, and it hasn't been best, especially in recent years. But on the core, he's as good as we've seen at the point guard spot in the last decade. I mean, his ball handling might be the best ball handler in NBA history. Just the ball's on the absolute rope. Um, when it comes to finishing at his size, you look at guys like Allen Iverson, that's really maybe Tony Parker, guys like that. Those hmm. are guys that I think of when getting into the lane and just being able to twerk his way to get buckets and Euro steps and right-hand finishes on the left side and just getting the right spin on the ball. It doesn't get much better than Kyrie Irving. So putting him with somebody at the caliber as Luka Donich, it's going to be fun, but will that attribute to wins? I don't know. In the playoffs, when it becomes a half-court game, and if you just look at it like this, look where the Mavs got with Jalen Brunson last year. You got to the Western Conference Finals. So if you just switch those two, you're feeling pretty good. 
but it's it's not that easy. Like last year, nobody missed a shot. Like Doran Finley Smith, I don't think he missed a three last year, all the playoffs. <laughs> and it seemed like Spencer Dinwiddie, he had his moments where he was dominating the playoffs. Also, those guys both gone. Yep. So Tim Hardaway Jr., he's gonna have to step up. There's weird talks about Christian Wood maybe being on the trade block. Uh come Thursday, he might be traded off. He just got there. But we know him and Jason Kidd haven't seen eye to eye. There was a, he was given like an extension for the Mavs. He didn't accept it, so that's not good. I think he's going to be asking for some some more money, and I don't know if Mark Cuban's going to be willing to give him that. Kyrie Irving on his side, he's going to be asking for more money too. So this is like a three month trial for him with the Mavs to see if it works or not. It sounds fun. It sounds good, but. Like you said, Chad, I love the Molly Cyrus comparison. By the way, did you ask Monkey about the Molly Cyrus song yet? I did. Yes. What'd you say? She's heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She, yeah. She's heard it. Uh-huh. And, and I actually heard it inadvertently. I was going around channels trying to figure something out and uh, was checking on 105.3 The Bat, and there was a 105.3 coming out of San Antonio right, right. because the bat signal wasn't on at that moment, and her song happened to play. So I did hear it. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, she's talented. Yeah, it's good. Kyrie, uh, Kyrie's talented. Yeah. But they both crazy. Yeah, right. There's just both crazy as hell. And specifically with Kyrie Irving, you know when it comes to a big decision, big moment, crazy decision, whatever, he's going to pick Kyrie over everything else. Yeah. He's going to pick himself over team, himself over maybe even contract at times, himself over his own, you know, self-preservation, but he's going to pick what he thinks is best for him. So, how does that all work? And how quickly can they, you know, ramp things up? Is Luca going to be excited about this? Uh, somebody texted us if this trade doesn't work out, this could be the final piece to push Luca out the door. Um, I mean, what's it like bringing this guy into your locker room? Kevin Durant could probably tell you. Those guys in Boston, as you mentioned earlier, could probably tell us what would that be like. And you're going into now. The one thing he is doing, he is taking a pardon. I'm not disrespecting the Dallas media here. He has taken a little bit of a step down there in terms of crazy media. Yes. Because nobody tops New York. So at least he's getting a little less nutty media it's, covering him. Maybe, maybe not, because everybody's focused on the Knicks. Right, but isn't everything focused on the Cowboys in Dallas? They're, True. they're never going to be You're the, right. num- the number right. one circus, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So now during the summertime, you may have a little stretch before the Cowboys start training camp. But you, basically, you don't have to get every bit of the intense heat yeah, of, of you're all. You're right. You're right. Uh, yes. <laughs> you didn't want to play off LeBron James, bro. That sounds insane. Like, this guy might be the most unselfish superstar we've ever seen. Like, he literally just passed Mark Jackson and Steve Nash in assist. Like, you should see that list, Chad, of the top five guys in assist. Yeah. Mark Jackson, Steve Nash, LeBron James. Jason Kidd, and then it it gets to... And it just falls off. It's just like to Magic and Stockton. Right. All pure point guards. As pure as... When you think of point guards, all five of those guys' names should come up. And then you're like, wow, how the hell is LeBron in there? Kyrie didn't want to play with that. Right. He didn't want to play with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They made it to the conference finals without you, bruh. When they played against LeBron, LeBron was ripping the heart out of Celtics fans in that Game 7 where he just completely dominated in 2018. They did that without you. That's when Kyrie got hurt, right? Yeah, he got hurt. He wasn't playing. And 
Kyrie being Kyrie, like you said, he gonna be Kyrie. He wasn't even in the uh, the arena. Mm. Yeah, he couldn't because he didn't want to be a part of that. Oh, Kyrie Irving, Cleveland Cavaliers. Like he didn't want to be in the same room as LeBron when LeBron won because he didn't want to look dumb there. That hurt his ego. He couldn't be there for his team. No, your ego was too hurt because you're worried about. Oh yeah, LeBron's out here winning without me, and I can't help my Boston guys, which. Little do they know I'm going to be gone in the yet anyway. How do you deal with him? If you're Mark Cuban in terms of the media stuff, do you tell him he doesn't have to do it? Do you make By him do way, it? Jewish Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban is Jewish. Somebody did point that out on the text yeah. line. Mm-hmm. Yes, they might have to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, he might not take a movie recommendation <laughs> from Kyrie Irving uh, anytime soon. But, um, I mean, do you force him to do it knowing it'll be kind of uncomfortable? Do you do one big press conference and then but I mean force him to do what exactly? In terms of the day the daily post game media stuff. I mean they kind of have to, right? Kyrie's going to be on the best best behavior. If you're a Mavs fan, at least you know that because he's looking for a contract. Okay, so he'll be nice Kyrie he's for a while. He's going to be nice Kyrie, especially uh-huh. these 3 months. He wants to show everybody and prove to everybody I can make this work with Luka, especially if he requested out. Now, we don't know if he wants to even stay in Dallas. He could blow that up completely because even though you requested this, didn't mean that you wanted to go to the Mavs. Right. Like so, we heard the Lakers. We heard the Clippers. We we heard a, a little bit of the Suns. They were involved. And yeah, we didn't mention that earlier. A three-team deal was discussed with the Lakers. I never heard who the third team was, but something was discussed with the Lakers that didn't happen. Right. So – Kyrie, I take back what I said about being on his best behavior. We He could blow this up. He could say, you know what? It's not working. I'm going to take my chances and free agency this summer and see what happens. Yeah, because he knows. Yeah, yeah. either way, once this is all done, he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, once the season is over. So uh, the Mavs sitting in that sixth seed right now. Brooklyn is in the, what is it, three, four seed four in the seed. East? Four, four seed, seed yeah. in the East. And Kyrie Irving headed to Dallas. That's going to be weird, by the way. Just one of those moments. It's not going to be at the Tom Brady level when I first saw him in the Bucks uniform. Kyrie's not quite that. But a guy that you know is so talented wearing your uniform. Mm-hmm. And you've seen him wear the most hated uniform for me, probably Boston. I never root for the Celtics. I got to see him wear, you know, wearing this other uniform, whatever, Brooklyn. But to see him wear the blue and green is going to be bizarre. Him with Dallas across his chest is going to be freaky. It's going to take me a little while to get used to with him and Luca out there. Let's see what uh, we'll see what that looks like, and we'll take a look at their schedule coming up and see what it is. Oh, tell me, there's a Dallas at Brooklyn game coming up. That I haven't seen oh, yet. I hope so. Oh my god! I don't think so. I think. Yeah, I don't. I either. think they've. I think they went to Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn's came down to the D. But if you look at the Western Conference from the three seed, which is the Kings right now, to the thirteenth seed, which is the Lakers, it's about five games back. It's five game difference from the three seed to the thirteenth seed. The wow. Nuggets and the uh, Grizzlies. They're sitting at one and two. They're kind of separated from everybody else. And then we know at the bottom, the Spurs and the Rockets, they're going after Victor Wimbenyama, the seven foot four Frenchman that's supposed to be all world. Other than that, from three to 13, Kings, Clippers, Suns, Mavs, Timberwolves, Warriors, Pelicans, Jazz, Trailblazers, Thunder, La- Thunders, Lakers, all those guys fighting for playoff position. So it's going to be a fun last few months of the NBA. I'm excited about it. I got one for you, Zay. How about Sunday, February 26th, 
Mavs host the Lakers. Okay. LeBron in Dallas against Kyrie, theoretically. Yeah. LeBron put out this, oh, boo-hoo tweet last night. Is it me? What does that mean? Because now people are thinking, like, is it or is it you? Like, is this the reason why? Is it me that I'm not getting guys to L.A.? Like, is this why Rob Palenka and Jenny Buss just can't get guys here that oh, I want? Oh, that is it me. I thought you meant, is it me, like, people aren't paying attention enough to the Kareem thing? No. Okay. All no. Right. Is it me why people don't want to come Yeah, here? is it me? Uh, Which, like, you're LeBron James. It shouldn't be you. No, it, sh- well, it should be you, but yeah. in the other way. Yeah, in the other way. That's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, right? You shouldn't be the problem. You should be the reason. You should be the reason they lean in. Yeah, which LeBron, he can be hard to play with. Oh, yeah, no, you have to have it a certain... It be hard, yeah, mental toughness as a teammate because if you do bad, they blaming you. Mm-hmm. No matter what, they ain't going to blame Braun. I mean, yeah. Jordan fans are going to blame Braun, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> other than that... Yeah, they do do that. They're yeah. going to blame the teammates like, oh, Braun ain't have no help. And that's tough. I've seen it for 20 years. Some guys just can't do it. Ask Mo Williams. Mm, Some yep. guys just can't do it. That's an interesting point. All right, more coming up. Uh, Kyrie in Dallas, a big story of the day. Obviously, a big story this week is the Super Bowl, and Super Bowl Stew is there uh, covering it for us. Uh, got the NFL alumni connection there. He's been going to the Super Bowl for years, and we live vicariously through him sometimes, like this year, getting ready for number 57. We'll check in with Stu. He's got a couple interviews he's trying to set up for us late in the week. He's going to have his interviews at Horn F. FM.com this week, so you definitely want to check that out. We'll check in with Stu from Radio Row coming right up. Don't move. It's the horn. All right, rolling through a Monday, getting ready for the Super Bowl and a whole lot of other stuff. I feel like you've played this before. Yeah, shout out to CB. He sent me this on Twitter, 23rd anniversary of this song. I feel like I've heard it. I feel like I've heard it. Um, um, There's a lot of rappers in this song. You know what this is? I'll give you a hint. No, I don't. Classic Houston rap group. I mean, UGK was in my head. Okay, there we go. But is UGK involved here? Yes. Okay. So this was either... But that's not Bun B. No. That's... um um. Oh, who is it? Oh, <laughs> come on, man. The other one's Bun B. And then this is... um. Oh. No, I can't do it. My oh, head's blank. Oh, stings. Pimp C. Pimp C. Oh, that hurts. So the actual song here, what the label would be UGK? Or no, is it's it? 3-6 Mafia featuring po- Project Pat and UGK. Gotcha. Sipping on some syrup. Mm, mm, Scissor. Mm. Gotcha. It's a, it's a great catchy song. Oh, I love this song. Oh, it's a great catchy song. 3-6 Mafia. All right. A uh, lot of stuff going on today, uh, including Kyrie to the Mavs, including the 
Uh, Longhorns getting ready for the Kansas Jayhawks tonight. That is an 8 o'clock tip, 7.30 pregame for you right here on the Horn. Also, this week we will be getting you some big game coverage from Arizona brought to you by Texas Truck and Trailer. Shout out to them. they got two locations for you, Leander on Crystal Falls Parkway and in Northeast Austin on I-35 and Runberg. That's uh, 512-528-6038. The folks at Texas Truck and Trailer, I hear, are on my side of things with the Super Bowl this year, and they are rooting for the Chiefs to beat the Eagles. So we'll see if that happens. So uh, shout out to Texas Truck and Trailer, one of our good partners around here. Speaking of one of our good partners, Super Bowl Stew is once again in Radio Row in Super Bowl land. Let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe Cantina hotline and check in on the early parts of Super Bowl 57 prep. Stu, how are you, man? Didn't 3 6 Mafia did uh, do Mark Henry's entrance music one time? Oh. Ooh. I felt like that was going to be a wrestling I question. I think when it, they yeah. did. Yeah, they may have. Hello, hello, fellas. What's what up, up man? Stu? Hey, real quick, we got another partner we need to get in here. Why Today Matters at 2.30. Let's give them some love, too. Sorry, Stu. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. There we are. Now we got everybody taken care of. All right, Stu, so this is the first, last night watching the Grammys, they had so much fun with kind of Hey, first time where it feels normal again. First time in two or three years they felt like they could do the real show. Are you sensing at this year's Super Bowl that it's kind of the same thing, Radio Row and everything kind of getting back to normal where it was? It is. Uh, Last year in Los Angeles it felt like maybe a soft opening. We had a Radio Row. We had guests. This year we got opening night. Tonight used to be called Media Day. So I'll be at – it's going to be at the Footprint Center where the Suns play basketball, which is literally walking distance from where I'm at. Uh, So I'll get sound from there. We've got the media party tomorrow night. So this feels like it's back to normal, back to what we used to do. I will say it's still a little spread out, which is kind of nice. We don't have the tables butted up against each other, which is nice. By the way, our good friend Brandon Lang – He's at the table right behind me. Very nice. Now, he's not there right now. <laughs> he's not there right now. He was doing a couple radio hits, but he he and I have been confabbing here lately. But yeah, it's you know it's it is Radio Row. It's Super Bowl Fifty Seven. I saw Lifetime Longhorn Chris Sims over the NBC Sports set. He was getting makeup. So, <laughs> of course he was. Oh. Of course you know, he was. You, 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 and you got you got the you got the national guys like you know Sirius XM and Fox Sports and CBS and all that, but you also got all of us. I got my friends from Talk Sport in the UK right in front of me, so we get to talk to them a little bit. They cover the NFL. Plus, one of the guys does a little bit of pro wrestling, uh, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's fun. Yeah, good stuff, Stu. What year is this for you? Uh, this will be number nine as far as Super Bowls wow. go. Wow. Number nine. That's what's up. Now, of all the people that you've seen over the years, has anybody just had you starstruck where, man, like I know you're one of those guys, you'll go up to anybody, but is there anybody that you had to like kind of, you know, prep in the mirror for or like, man, I'm talking to so-and-so, I better bring my A game because this was a hero to me or something like that? It will be. It would be the very first year this was – 
2014, so it would have been Super Bowl 40, or excuse me, Super Bowl 47. Uh, Ravens, Niners, I think. Yep. That was in the Superdome in New Orleans. That week, in fact, it was it was funny. So we had the crew from the station coming. I had to have them circle the block because I was in the middle of talking to Emmett Smith. Two. <laughs> so, and that was like my that was like one of my very first one on one interviews. So like I had questions lined up and all that. Now I've seen Emmett several times, you know, since then. But that was that was kind of a okay, this is cool moment. Yo, oh, that's yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, also, we've told uh, the folks already we are hoping to talk to Earl Campbell and Tony Dorsett together on Thursday. We're crossing our fingers that that one happens. And then also, Stu may try to run down Rondé Barber for us uh, at some point during the week. Uh, and there's all old kind of other interviews that could happen. When he can, Stu will fit him into the shows if they're interested. But also, check hornfm.com throughout the week, and Stu's going to be getting some interviews there uh, and throughout the years if you've checked it out. He talks to all kinds of different people. Stu, I heard you say this morning you're going to try to catch up with Lee Steinberg again. I know you've been able to get into his yeah. media uh, media party in uh, in past years. Do you Have do you have you secured your way into the party, or do you still need to do that? I, I, a, I have Lee Steinberg on Friday morning. There we go. And, yes, I will be at uh, Lee Steinberg's Super Bowl party, which is always a huge bash. But he has all sorts of legends there, uh, all sorts of great food and drink. I that'll be on Saturday. I have that during the day, and then taste of the NFL, which is also a, another great bash Saturday evening. And then I'm also working on getting uh, the Ditka and Jaws Cigars with the Stars party on Thursday night. In fact, I'm slated to have Ron Jaworski on at uh, I believe it's Thursday or is it Wednesday. Uh, it's uh, it, anyway. I'm supposed to have him sometime this week. Okay. It's, oh, Thursday, Thursday at 1 p.m. Mountain, which would be right at noon Central. So you may. Ah, get okay. Okay. So, now wait a minute. I think there you, did, you go. I think you did that in reverse. If it's 1 p.m. Mountain, it'd be two o'clock our time, right? We're, two o'clock. I'm sorry. Yeah. There we go. We're an hour ahead. Okay. Yeah. You just yes. let us know. You let us know if uh, if you can get us uh, set, something set up. We are we're just living vicariously through you because uh, I've uh, I, I've barely watched. No, I have watched nine Super Bowls, but I know I haven't been to nine Super Bowls. So that is very very cool. Uh, again, Stu is going to be there throughout the week, uh, getting stuff done on Radio Row. The Waste Management Golf Tournament is going on as well, uh, and I know Stu, you're going to try to get over there a little bit. We just invite everybody to hit our social media at the Horn ATX on. On Twitter, Stu is at Stu Myrick, uh, so there'll be all kinds of uh, content coming out. HornFM.com. We'll try to put a page together where we just keep up with everything for you, uh, but it should be a fun week. Uh, Stu, other than the stuff that you've already gotten to do, anything that you're looking forward to specifically this year? Anything you're kind of you know seeing on the horizon this week? Is it maybe that waste management, or what are you looking forward to? Yeah, I kind of. I'm hoping to get out to the waste management open. Uh, my my housemate Joe Roderick out of St. Louis, he procured us a couple of passes. So hoping to hit that Saturday morning. Other than that, it's it's Super Bowl week, so there's always stuff going on. Uh, I think. Oh, I've got a I've got a happy hour on Thursday with uh, I think it's co-host for Dan Pat for the Dan Patrick show and it's going to be at Chase Field the home of the Diamond Diamondbacks nice. which, there you which go. is also within walking distance very cool so that should be fun 
Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. It, it, all sorts of good stuff this week leading up to Super Bowl 57. Very cool. All right, Stu. Well, we will let you go, brother. Uh, best of luck on getting grabbing interviews, getting interviews, and dealing with uh, you know organizing all those interviews. It is always a crazy time. Enjoy opening night tonight, and uh, we will talk soon, brother. All right, y'all take it easy. Thanks, Stu. Good stuff. Stu Myrick, Super Bowl Stu this week. That's right. Where he makes his money, baby. Getting ready for the big game this week. Also, as far as why today matters, I do need to mention it because there's some big dogs with birthdays. Today is Bob Marley's birthday. Man. Can't be a music snob without mentioning that. He would have been 78 years old today. Also, speaking of legends, how about Augie Garrido? Rest in peace. He would have been 84 years old today. And our man CB sent out that famous video video that they captured of him <laughs> yelling at the team that's one of the best augies ever if you missed that one it's so good uh yelling at the team but essentially blaming himself for what happened in the in the game um but that's fantastic so um shout out to augie and all those that love augie we know longhorn fans are always going to remember augie garrido uh as far as yesterday goes yesterday would have been hank aaron's birthday we lost Hank in 2021. My dad is a huge Hank Aaron guy, so i got to mention that. Also, another one of the great gentlemen in, uh, in sports, Roger Staubach, 81 yesterday. I was raised kind of on those two guys in terms of badass athletes, but true gentlemen, and you never were going to say a bad word about Hank Aaron and Roger Staubach. They share a birthday, and I didn't realize that. Uh, also, yesterday, Zay, was Bobby Brown's 54th birthday, and I recorded the... Whitney documentary we were talking about the other day just because occasionally I will like watching it so I'm through by and just barely into it five ten minutes or whatever but Bobby Brown made it to 54 <laughs> made it to 54 at one time I that is huge for Bobby at one time right I would have told you that was not I'm not not possible but I would have had a question mark oh yeah so good for him oh yeah there's a lot going against Bobby yeah a ton going against Bobby and He's had a lot of sad moments in his life, losing his daughter, obviously losing Whitney Houston and whatnot. And if you go back and look at just his history or biopics of him with New Edition, Bobby, he's been through a lot this 54 years. Oh, yeah, rough, a rough, rough life for him. We hope he's doing all right at 54 years old. Uh, In another part of music, Axl Rose is 61 today for you GNR fans. And you might get Rickrolled today. Rick Astley is 57. I don't know if people do special Rickrolls on his birthday, but I'm just warning you in case somebody tries to Rickroll you. All right, why today matters. We do it every day at 2.30. Stems and seeds coming up. A lot of notes getting ready for the Super Bowl, some NFL notes as well, a retirement, and a couple other things. We'll reiterate those and get you ready for Texas and Kansas tonight on the hardwood. Keep it right here on the horn. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab grown diamond bands, all hand finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Craig Way here for my good friend and dentist, Dr. Greg Eckert. Dr. Eckert has over a...
Ah, yes. Just about to wrap it up on a Monday. It is Bob Marley's birthday, so Zay's going to finish off with a little Bob Marley. Always makes me feel good. Here's some Marley. Smooth, man. Even though the irony is some of the music is about such serious, horrible things that, 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 that happened, but he, the vibe is always so great. Uh, coming off of uh, of his music. So, happy birthday to Bob Marley today. Also, 3-6 Mafia, Steely Dan, just those two are fantastic together. Real McCoy, Tora Tora, and Jerry Reed. That means Zay might be the first person ever to play 3-6 Mafia and Jerry Reed <laughs> within two hours of each other on the same radio station. That's probably the, the truth. I gotta go look up and see if Mark Henry... How the intro with 3-6 Mafia. Uh, that, that sounds right, because they performed at WWE one time. Okay. And it might have been for Mark when he was coming out. I'll admit, I know some of the entrance music, and some of you know some. I'll recognize some of it, but I'm not into that level. Uh, I'm not into that level where I might know every artist that, you know, like which which stuff is WWE stuff, which stuff is, uh, is that. But, um, yeah, I could see that. If Mark Henry's out there, he'll let us know. I know 3-6 Mafia didn't do his sexual chocolate era. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I think May Young produced that. May Young? <laughs> I think May Young produced. May Young produced that part of it. Mark was in the band with May Young. It's been a wild boy. It was awesome. That was an awesome time. <laughs> awesome time in the Attitude Era. Uh, and a shout out to Mark and the project he's involved in now. If you've not checked out AEW, Show. man, they got a lot going on. And uh, I've really enjoyed getting into watching Dynamite and Rampage and uh, and all of that. You'll see a little more of Mark Henry on Rampage on Friday nights uh, if, I'm, if I'm seeing correctly. Uh, but hope Mark is doing really well there in the creative part of AEW. E-W. All right, uh, lots of stuff going on. Obviously, the most important thing for us right now comes up at Allen Fieldhouse at about 8 o'clock. Let's get you a little bit on that and other things going on. Stems and seeds, here we go. Easy, Snoop. Easy. Uh, brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Com Texas at Kansas tonight. Zay, earlier, you said you think they could get it done. Do you think they'll get it done? Oh, man. It's going to be tough. The refs act different at Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah, they do. And Just like your, your mom and dad and my mom and dad act different at church. For real. Because that's what it is. It, it's it, kind of a church. It is a church, <laughs> man. James Naismith, the founding father of basketball. You see it on the end of the court, James Naismith Court. That's what I'm scared of most. I'm not scared of Kansas as a team. I think Texas matches up with them really well. Yeah. I mean, besides Jalen Wilson, I ain't scared of nobody. Grady Dick, he's been really inconsistent as of late. Juwan Harris is always inconsistent. K.J. Allums, he's good, but he's a hustle player. Jalen Wilson scares me the most, but that fan base, the atmosphere, how the refs be acting – the way that they lost to Iowa State, they're going to come back with a extra sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. 
I like Texas by two. Okay. All right. Yeah, that fog can get you. That fog can get you, boy. I, I hope Texas gets them, though. I'd love to see that win. That would be awesome. Uh, a couple other notes from the NFL. Clyde Edwards-Alaire eligible to play uh, off the IR, but Kansas City puts McCole Hardeman on the IR. Uh, they also said Patrick Mahomes is able to do everything in terms of practice, full practice with the ankle, that he's all right. A.J. Green retires today. And we also mentioned that Tom Brady – Hits Fox in 2024. He's going to sit out a season before he goes to the booth ultimately there. And if you believe in such things, the Madden simulation had Philadelphia winning big. And the last two years, it's been wrong. So you may want to lean that way. Zay, you and I have been saying Eagles all last week. You still with the Eagles or are you leaning back the other way? Mm, I'm still with the Eagles. Yeah, I am too. I, am, I don't like it. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. We got a historic Super Bowl staring us in the face. First time ever that both starting quarterbacks are black quarterbacks. That is a cool story that will be talked about, obviously, uh, throughout the week. We'll be doing that. We'll be breaking down that game. And tomorrow, we'll be taking a look at what happens with Texas and Kansas. So keep it right here. 7.30 on that pregame, 8 o'clock on the tip. Of course, up next, it's Ball Don't Lie. Rod and Harge and their early week breakdowns of the Super Bowl and much more. Be safe out there. Hey, look, the sun is shining. That's cool. Everybody stay safe, and we hope you're getting your power back. If you don't have it yet, we are thinking about you today. Toodle!